Good morning, it's Wednesday the 29th of June. It's National Camera Day. Happy birthday, Nicole Scherzinger, Gary Boozy and Catherine Jenkins. Ukrainian authorities continue to search the rubble of the shopping centre in Kremenchuk on Tuesday following Russia's cruise missile attack. So far, 18 bodies have been recovered, but more than 20 people are still missing. The air raid sirens meant that most of the 1,000 people in the centre were able to escape, but dozens are hospitalised with injuries, including this man who described the scene. I saw lots of wounded people, burned people. Some were covered in blood. One girl fell, and we helped pull her along. She fell and lost consciousness, but we tried to help her. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has denied that Russia attacked the shopping centre, claiming the target was a weapons hangar and that the supermarket caught fire afterwards. Ukrainian President Zelensky showed a video of the missile striking the centre and made a surprise address to the UN Security Council, calling Russia a terrorist state after the attack. All Russian action must receive legal assessment and global sanctions for the fact that Russia is destructing international legal order. The UK's Chief of the General Staff, General Sir Patrick Sanders, had a stark warning that the current situation in Europe has parallels to the years before the Second World War. This is our 1937 moment. We're not at war, but we must act rapidly so that we aren't drawn into one through a failure to contain territorial expansion. Tuesday saw the G7 summit in Bavaria wrap up as leaders head for Madrid next for the NATO summit. The war in Ukraine was a central theme for the G7 meeting with concerns over the impact of Russia's actions on the price of energy and the impact on cost of living and inflation caused by the blockade of Ukraine's ports. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says it's essential that the G7 stand with the Ukraine and punish Russia for starting the war. We agree that President Putin must not win this war and we will continue to support and we will drive the costs high economically and politically for President Putin. Even before the NATO summit officially got underway, there was an announcement that Turkey has now agreed to drop its objections to the membership applications for Finland and Sweden. The UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the leaders around the table at the G7 all agreed on the need to help Ukraine win the war and that Putin's barbarians is only strengthening that resolve. I think one of the things we've seen in this G7 uh, today is a really, really powerful sense of, of unity uh, and resolve and purpose and uh, absolute determination. There was a surprise witness on Tuesday at the January 6th congressional hearing in the US. Cassidy Hutchinson was a senior aide to Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, in the aftermath of the November elections and the events surrounding the Capitol riots. She testified about previously never reported moments inside the White House as Donald Trump battled to overturn the election results. Firstly, she told of the president's rage when Attorney General Bill Barr was reported as saying there was no evidence of election fraud. It upset him so much that he apparently threw his lunch at the wall. I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. Then on January 6th, she told how Trump was intent on heading to the Capitol building with his supporters grabbing at the steering wheel of the presidential vehicle. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. 
Tuesday saw a British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years in prison and a three quarters of a million dollar fine for her part in recruiting and trafficking young girls for Jeffrey Epstein. Judge Alison J. Nathan described Maxwell's crimes as heinous and predatory and that the case called for a very significant sentence. Victims spoke to the press outside, some hoping she would stay in prison for the rest of her life, while complainant Annie Farmer says there's more investigation that needs to be done. Maxwell and Epstein were predators who were able to use that power and privilege to harm countless individuals and for far too long the institutions that should be protecting the public were instead protecting them and I still hope that we find out more about how that was allowed to occur. So to come the Smart 7 Ireland edition plenty of drama on day two at Wimbledon and Lizzo is hitching a ride with James Corden right after this. A lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back. Day two of Wimbledon saw more of the big guns emerge with Serena Williams, Rafa Nadal and Nick Kyrgios all in action. Britain's Heather Watson made it through to the second round with victory over Tamara Karpat, while Rafa Nadal survived a scare to win three sets to one. Serena's return to Wimbledon did not go well. She was knocked out by French player Harmony Tan, who was surprised and delighted with the win. When I saw the draw, I was really scared. I mean... Uh... <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, it's Serena Williams. She's a legend. I was like, oh my God, how can I play? Australian bad boy Nick Kyrgios found himself in difficulty early on, but battled back to win three sets to two. However, he's facing a possible fine for spitting at a spectator. He also called a line judge a snitch and had some choice words for the crowd. The spectators who spend money to come watch us play. They should be removed. Like, there's no pure disrespect like that. I don't go up to their face and go to their 9 to 5 and start clapping when they're scanning in a supermarket, do I? The Netflix show Only Murderers in the Building dropped the first episode of Series 2 last night. The show, which stars Selena Gomez, Martin Short and creator Steve Martin, has had rave reviews. It follows an unlikely trio of residents in a New York building who find themselves becoming detectives and the hosts of a true crime podcast. Series 1 won Selena Gomez a People's Choice Award and the team seemed delighted to be back together and not feeling any pressure. A lot of times it's expressed like you have to exceed Season 1, but we didn't think we had to. We just had to 
to kind of equal it. You know, where Marty falls down, I come up. So I, you know, the balance is always working. It stung a little bit because I thought I'd done like pretty good this year, but I guess not. James Gordon is back in London this week doing his Late Late Show from Freemasons Hall for the last time. He's packed in a whole bunch of special guests, plus he's got a brand new carpool karaoke with Woman of the Hour, Lizzo. It was all going quite well until James started to wind her up about her hero, Beyonce. Should we call her? Don't f*** with me. Should we call her? Do you have a number? Should we call her? If you are going to call Beyonce... Shall we call her? Don't scare me. No, should we call her? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, are you joking? joking? There's no way I've got a phone number. <laughs> oh, you almost got me, you bitch. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.